Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to the Alter Your Health podcast. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter, a naturopathic doctor who specializes in whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. And it feels great to be back on the podcast solo, just hosting this episode by myself. And today's topic is a pretty specific little niche topic. I know a lot of our episodes here on the podcast, sometimes we speak very broadly on topics. And now that we've covered so much information over the last, what has it been like three or four years that this podcast has been going, I I felt like, huh, maybe now, you know, we can on top of this solid foundation of information that we have in this podcast, get a little bit more specific in some of these episodes. And so this episode, the topic is about plant-based eating and bone risk fracture. And to provide a little bit of context, last summer, we actually, uh, we hosted an episode on bone health in our Alter Your Health uh, from Head to Toe series that we did last summer. And that bone health episode really covers a lot of the basics around bone health, um, including how whole food plant-based eating creates the perfect alkaline environment that allows calcium to be absorbed into bones, um, that, you know, there's actually plenty of calcium in plants. We actually don't need to eat dairy in order to get calcium. And actually, when we do consume dairy, it increases the acidity in the body and actually makes it harder for calcium to get into the bones, which actually can lead to more Uh, bone fractures. Uh, Interestingly enough, there are studies showing that the more dairy one consumes, the the higher risk of bone fractures a person has. Uh, We also talked in that episode about the big role that vitamin D plays in calcium absorption, uh, the big role that vitamin K plays with, um, you know, where calcium is being deposited in the body. We talk about all the other minerals that are essential for bone health. And we talk about all the other lifestyle factors as well, including weight bearing exercise, which is so, so, so important for maintaining good bone mineral density. So for more kind of overview on bone health, definitely go check out that episode. This episode is really going to build upon all of that information that we talked about in the bone health uh, episode last summer. So this 
episode was really inspired because actually over on uh, social media, on Instagram and Facebook, I've actually been kind of repurposing a lot of the information that we covered in our head to toe series. And I just recently um, was finished with kind of recapping, reviewing, highlighting a lot of the information from our bone uh, section of the head to toe series. And so in that process, I was doing a little bit of extra research um, in, you know, the creation of Instagram posts and whatnot. And I came across this interesting uh, newer study that I had not been familiar with. And I actually um, was, you know, on nutritionfacts.org, which is Dr. Greger's website, which is a really awesome resource of information if you haven't yet checked it out. And, um, and yeah, became familiar with this newer study that is actually showing in its conclusion that non-meat eaters have a higher risk of bone fractures. And so I really want this episode to be focused on talking about this article specifically and kind of asking the question, is it true? Do plant-based eaters have a higher risk of bone fracture? Because if so, that would go against everything we talked about in our previous episode, right? So to kind of share a little bit about what this study is saying and what this study has looked at. Um, The study was published in 2020, and it was a prospective study that followed cohorts, different groups of um, different um, diet types, (laughs) diet, different dieters, and followed these groups uh, over the course of 12 years, tracking um, how many fracture fractures, bone fractures were reported in each group. And so there was the meat eating group, there was a you know pescatarian group, just fish and plants and dairy and eggs. There was a, a lacto over lacto ovo vegetarian group. Um, your standard vegetarian eats you know eggs and dairy, and then there was a vegan group. So there are four groups, and the study is cool because it actually controlled for a lot of different factors that play into bone health. Like it took into account. Um, how much calcium the person is getting in their diet. It took into account um, how much protein a person is getting in their diet. It took into account their BMI, how much extra weight they have carrying around. It took into account other lifestyle factors like uh, physical activity, whether they were smokers, whether they were drinkers, and you know, controlled for a lot of these factors to really try to figure out like regardless of those factors, uh, if we just look at the diet, do vegans have a higher risk of bone fracture? And so in their, with their data that they collected um, and after kind of adjusting their interpretation um, based off of all of these different factors, like they were essentially looking for, okay, if, if the person is getting enough calcium, if the person is getting enough protein, if the person is getting, uh, an, if the person's a non-smoker, if, you know, and then also kind of separated uh, these individuals into categories below a BMI of 22.5 and above a BMI of 22.5. You know, if we really look at all these different factors and adjust our interpretation so that there's consistencies amongst all these different factors, does a vegan diet increase risk of bone fracture. And what they found was that the vegans did have a higher risk of uh, total and also some site-specific fractures. Um, 
So specifically hip fractures was the category where they saw the most fractures were reported in the vegan cohort. So let's unpack this a little bit because, um, you know, it's interesting. We think about how plant-based eating is so great for bone health for all the reasons that we talked about in our previous podcast episode, creates an alkaline environment, provides all the minerals that the bones need to stay strong. Um, you know, of course, there's other factors that play into bone health, uh, you know, our, our level of weight bearing exercise and everything like that. But um, if plant-based eating is as good for bone health as we were saying in our previous episode, then why uh, would vegans have a higher risk of bone fracture? And so I think it's interesting to point out that the increased risk in hip fracture was only significant in vegans when they had a BMI lower than 22.5 kilograms um, per uh, well, a BMI lower than 22.5. So that's about, you know, you know, average weight. And so this is important because the study actually recognizes itself that their data was limited. The amount of data that they were able to collect and kind of draw their conclusion from was limited because there weren't very many vegans in the category that had a BMI higher than 22.5. That's because most people who eat a vegan diet are not overweight. Most people who eat a vegan diet are of normal weight. Um, and this study also says that they didn't have that many people in the omnivorous group, the meat eating group, that was below 22.5, that mo most of their meat eaters were above 22.5. And so you see here, I'll, I'll, I'll share this quote here from the study. It says, although a a statistically significant higher risk of total and hip fracture was not only observed in vegans in the lower. Um, oh, sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Sorry. Although a statistically significant higher risk of total and hip fractures was only observed in vegans in the lower BMI category, our interpretation is limited by the small number of cases in each stratum in these analyses, especially because of the strong correlation between diet group and BMI, which results in very few vegans in the higher BMI category and vice versa, comparatively small numbers of meat eaters with a low BMI. So we see here like it's kind of an issue of sample size. This is my opinion. If we don't have that many people, you know, that many meat eaters in the lower BMI category, then it's not really fair to compare that number with, you know, all the vegans in the lower BMI category. Um, we know from previous studies that if we have a lower BMI, we're going to have lower bone mineral density. And that's because, you know, when we have more weight on the body, simply walking around is weight bearing exercise. Um, you know, having a higher gravitational force um, just from having more weight on our body does create stronger bones. Um, but, you know, just because someone is of a healthy weight versus being overweight, um, you know, is that is that enough to create uh, a higher risk of bone fractures? That's really the question. And so, you know, as I was looking over this study, I was, of course, you know, I, I have I have my I have my kind of questions like, okay, how could this study have been better? Because 
my fear is that this conclusion, this concluding statement is giving us some, um, you know, maybe misleading uh, information about plant-based eating, because up until this study, there wasn't any actual published um, evidence of a plant-based diet being detrimental to bone health, as long as those plant-based eaters are getting enough of what they need, right? Enough calcium, enough vitamin D, enough protein. Um, you know, it's interesting. There's even been studies comparing a vegan diet with an omnivorous diet and their effects on bone health, where, you know, even in the vegan category where they weren't getting enough calcium, they weren't getting enough vitamin D. Um, even, even in those cases, the the comparison between the two diet groups uh, with, you know, uh, levels of bone loss and rates of uh, fracture were not clinically significant. So this is really the first study that's come out to say that um, there is some significance. There is a significant difference between vegans and meat eaters with their um, rate of fractures. So, you know, it's interesting because I, I looked at this, watched this video from Dr. Greger and his take on this study. And he said, well, this study is flawed. It's incomplete because they didn't factor in vitamin D. And that's a really big point. There's actually been studies showing that vegans tend to be lower in vitamin D. Um, maybe they're just, I don't know why that would be. Um, they're not well, I guess they're not supplementing as much. And there is some vitamin D that we get from animal products. So that that would probably be why. Um, but vitamin D deficiency is something that's very easy to correct, right? And I'd say even omnivores need to be supplementing with vitamin D if they live above a certain latitude to keep their vitamin D levels normal, right? Um, so Dr. Greger makes a really good point that the study didn't consider vitamin D. And that's a really big factor that needs to be taken into account because for sure, low vitamin D levels have been uh, connected to an increased risk of bone fracture. Um, so that should certainly be something, you know, next time when this study is, is done, they need to control for vitamin D and make sure that the reason why there was a higher, uh, you know, higher reported um, fracture numbers from vegans wasn't because they were simply um, more deficient in vitamin D. So, you know, from my, my perspective, when I look at this study, um, what I'm thinking is the study doesn't take into account the wide variability in the vegan diet. And of course, you could say that also for the omnivore diet. You know, there's many different ways you can eat an, omni um, an omnivorous diet as there are many different ways you could eat a vegan diet. But honestly, when I look at a lot of the research on vegan diets and health, um, especially a lot of the studies that have been done with bone health, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in the vegan subjects that have been selected. I don't have a, a huge level of confidence in their nutritional status because, um, you know, there's there's been lots of studies showing like, oh, well, the vegans didn't get as much calcium and the vegans didn't get, you know, the vegans are lower in vitamin D. And so, you know, I'm just wondering like, okay, well, what kind of vegan diet are these subjects eating? Are they eating whole food plant-based or are they eating a vegan diet that's full of processed foods, full of imitation meats, full of even like soda and just straight up junk food? And that is something that, you know, 
you wouldn't know unless the diets were being super orchestrated and controlled for, you know, these individuals, which is really hard to do in this long-term prospective study, right? But, um, you know, I, 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 we talked about this in our bone episode last summer, that not only do animal products create an acidic environment in the body, but so does junk food. Um, so does very acidifying for the body. Um, you know, other highly processed grains and sweeteners, very acidifying for the body. And the reason why acidification of the body is detrimental for bone health is because when we have an acidic environment in the body, we actually use calcium as a buffer to help bring that pH balance back to that ideal range where we want it to be. So we use up the calcium in that buffering process rather than the calcium being deposited into the bones where it should be going. This is the main reason why increasing you know, intake of dairy doesn't actually lead to um, healthier bones or decreased risk of bone fracture. So that's my biggest kind of critique on this study is like, we don't actually know what kind of diet the vegans were eating. Um, certainly, I can see if someone was eating a, you know, unbalanced, undernourishing vegan diet. Yeah, I see why they would have an increased risk of bone fracture, especially if, you know, they, they might not be overweight, but they might not be getting all the nutrition that they need to support healthy bones. And when you have this kind of situation scenario where, you know, someone is, you know, of a healthy weight or under BMI of 22.5, but not actually getting all the nutrients they need for bone health. The reason why that increases the risk of bone fracture is because, you know, we don't have the, the extra weight bearing effect of carrying around excess weight on the body to strengthen bones. But also, when people fall, when, when, you know, people who are of older age and they have, um, you know, weaker bones at an older age, if they fall and they don't have all that extra cushion on their hips, that can actually increase the risk of fracture. That's been studied. That's not just something that I'm coming up with. Um, that's one reason why people who are over the, you know, BMI of 22.5, um, don't have as many fractures, especially in the hip area. Interestingly enough, um, you know, heavier individuals might have more fractures in their ankle where there's like more torque, for example. Another reason why having a lower weight but being undernourished can increase the risk of bone fracture is because uh, adipose tissue actually um, secretes, promote, or um, produces some amount of estrogen in the body. And estrogen is a hormone that's very, very helpful for um, the regulation of calcium and, um, you know, helping to um, maintain stronger bones. That's one reason why after menopause, women are at a higher risk of osteoporosis because estrogen levels go down. But if you have a little bit of extra adipose tissue on your body, you actually, the estrogenic effects um, from that extra adipose tissue can be beneficial for bone health. Not a reason to, you know, accumulate fat on your body. There's other ways that you can do, that you can actually get these positive estrogenic effects like from eating um, foods that have estrogen modulating phytonutrients like soy and flax, for example. But you see, those are the three reasons why if someone is 
you know, slender, but undernourished, they could have that increased risk of bone fracture. So what I would say is that we need a study that looks at whole food plant-based eaters that are getting plenty of calcium because I shared this in a post on Instagram a, a few weeks ago. It's easy. It's actually quite easy to get the daily recommended allowance of calcium even before lunch on a whole food plant-based diet, right? You load up the kale, you load up the beans, you load up, you know, dried fruits like uh, figs and raisins, for example. All these foods are very calcium rich, but they're also rich in all the other minerals and vitamin K that we need for that, um, you know, synergistic effect uh, that really helps to regulate where calcium is going in the body. So we need a study that looks at individuals that get plenty of calcium and other minerals from their nourishing whole food plant-based diet, plenty of vitamin K from their whole food plant-based diet, um, individuals that are supplementing that have adequate levels of vitamin D, Individuals that also are not smokers, um, they're not, you know, they don't drink alcohol excessively and are getting enough protein. They're eating enough, right? They're nourishing themselves enough with whole plant foods and individuals that are also active that have, you know, a, a good practice of some kind of weight bearing exercise every day. Doesn't need to be any kind of crazy weight routine, but even walking every day. Because these are all the ingredients that we talked about in our previous bone health episode that lead to healthy bone mineral density, which will help us to decrease bone fracture risk in the future. And so that's that's kind of the conclusion that I come to when I look at this study. And also I take into account all the previous studies. For example, just a month or two before that study was published, there was a review that was published that concluded, it actually, let me say the quote, it says, let's see, it says that theoretically long-term plant-based diet may reduce the risk of osteoporosis through unknown mechanisms. There is no evidence that a plant-based diet when carefully chosen to maintain adequate calcium and vitamin D levels has any detrimental effect on bone health. So that was the review that came out in like August 2020. And then November 2020 was when this other study came out that I've been talking about. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm wondering if this newer study is like an outlier and, um, you know, just, you know, they didn't have a good enough sample size to provide that solid information and conclusion on whether, you know, certainly whether a balanced whole food plant-based diet um, has detrimental effects on bone health and increases fracture risk. Um, but yeah, yeah. What do you think? I'm curious. What do you think about all of this? Um, I'll be sure to cite these studies in the episode notes um, so that you can kind of go in and, and read through all these studies too, if you like, and you can form your own um, ideas on, you know, the science really. But I just wanted to kind of wrap up the podcast episode by talking about what we've observed clinically with our clients who have been diagnosed with osteopenia or osteoporosis and how they've actually been able to increase their bone mineral density on a whole food plant-based diet. And, you know, these individuals, it's important to highlight that they're, <laughs> they're, the nutrition that they're getting from their whole plant foods 
is sufficient to provide the bones with everything they need, right? Enough calcium, enough, I'll just repeat it, I'm a broken record, right? Enough calcium, other minerals like magnesium and um, like silica and strontium and, um, you know, just all the different minerals that we need for good bone health, phosphorus. Uh, also, you know, they were supplementing with vitamin D. Also, they were getting enough protein. This is something that's been studied. Individuals that um, have, you know, insufficient protein also uh, that can have detrimental effects on bone health. But we get plenty of protein in our plants, especially when, you know, we do get a good serving of beans every day. Um, and these individuals that were actually able to increase their bone mineral density, get, you know, improve their DEXA scan scores, um, they were also doing weight bearing exercise every day. And they were supplementing with a good high quality plant based mineral supplement, um, just to really, you know, <laughs> ensure that they really are getting, you know, uh, as just a, a great amount of all the minerals that they need for that bone health. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been able to see clinically. And so that's why, you know, it would be nice to see in the scientific literature, a study that also maybe, you know, was a little bit more specific in what do you mean by a vegan diet? Because as Dr. Ben mentioned in his podcast episode a few weeks ago now, a vegan diet is not necessarily the same as a whole food plant-based diet. They're really, really different. One, you know, one has so much research behind it showing that it reverses disease and lengthens longevity, your health span in life. And the other, you know, the other way that you could eat a vegan diet is like, Oreos and impossible burgers and things that acidify the body and actually weaken the bones. So anyway, that's pretty much it. Um, thanks for kind of geeking out with me and talking about all these different factors and variabilities that come into bone health. Um, would love to hear your thoughts, your feedback on this episode. And I'll just wrap up by uh, reminding all of you that if you're looking for more support around whole food plant-based eating and making sure that you are getting everything that you need to get the results on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. We do have our offerings, our services at Alter Health that are really um, designed to help you get to your health goals as soon as possible. We have our one-on-one -on -one nutritional analysis package where we actually do look at everything that you're eating, making sure that you are getting all of the nutrition that your body needs to thrive. We have our Thrive on Plants course, which is our in-depth educational option so that you can really become your own healer and make sure on your own that you are getting everything that you need and living a balanced uh, lifestyle with a balanced diet. And we also have our Meal Guide membership program where we send out a weekly meal guide with healing and balanced plant-based meals. That's the key, right? There's all sorts of plant-based meals that you can search for and find on Google, but these ones really apply all of the whole food plant-based success um, keys within the uh, recipes. They've really been designed to support the body and healing is what I'm trying to say. And so there's a weekly meal guide with those healing recipes. And also what's included in that membership is a monthly support call so that you can hop on the Zoom call and ask me, ask Dr. Ben, any questions you have uh, related to whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. 
So we hope to see you at any one of those offerings, or maybe we'll just see you next week for another episode on the Alter Your Health podcast. Thanks so much for listening and look forward to seeing you next time.